This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hello and welcome to Trivia for Kids, the podcast. I'm Ren. And I'm Casey. And we're Ren and Casey. Thanks for, thanks for joining us for another week. Thank you. So Ren, the summer is flying by. Give me your top five things that have been the best things you've done this summer. Pool. One. Uh, getting to go places without having to like, like say, oh no, because we have school today. Okay. Two. Um, getting to sleep in. Three. And uh, getting to play outside. Four. And going to lakes. That's a good top five. What are you looking forward to before school starts yet? Um, we get to take a nice long trip to Italy and Michigan. Nope, I mean, we're not, not going. In, not Italy. <laughs> we're not going back to Italy. Michigan and Indiana. We are taking a little road trip to visit some family and friends yet this summer, so that will be very fun. It's going to be a super long road trip in the car. How do you think you and your siblings will do? Okay. Probably what, not Brooks, but other than that, pretty good. What do you think you guys are going to do while we're in the car? What do you think you'll listen to? I'd probably watch something. The answer on- is trivia for kids, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably watch something on my tablet with my new AirPods. Come on. Oh, but it'll be fun, right? Yeah. We'll make some memories as a family. Yeah. Yeah. So are you ready for some books? Yep. All right. Joke number one comes from a listener whose name is Mariah. Thank you, Mariah. What do you call a camel that blends in? Camouflage? That is correct. Camouflage. The second joke is from Shay, who I believe made this one up on her own. Thank you, Shay. What do you call a lizard in Japan? I don't know. A kimono dragon. (laughs) That's a good one because they wear kimonos in Japan. Very clever, Shay. Nice work. And the third joke comes from Jackson and Emmett, and it is appropriate because we're talking about national parks on this one. What did one camper say to the other camper? Um, I don't know. RV there yet? (laughs) Great jokes, everybody. Okay, real quick, before we do the trivia, please, please, please tell your friends about us. We would love to get help spreading the word so that we can keep doing this podcast. Yeah. And if you wouldn't mind clicking that five-star button, that would be really helpful, too. So thank you in advance. And now, time for the trivia. Yeah. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started! 
Round number one, the category is Disney. Thank you to Liesl for this idea. Thank you. Question one. Genie was stuck in the lamp for how many years before Aladdin found him? Question two. Who is Goofy's son? Question three. Thank you to Shay for this question. Thanks, Shay. What is the most popular souvenir at Disneyland and Disney World? Question four. Emperor Cusco turns into what animal in the Emperor's new groove? Question five. What is Flynn Rider's real name in Tangled? Question six. Quasimodo was the bell ringer of which famous cathedral? Question seven. What is the name of the prince who turns into the frog in the movie The Princess and the Frog? And now the answers to round number one. Question one. Genie was stuck in the lamp for how many years before Aladdin found him? Ten thousand? Yes, ten thousand years can give you such a crick in the neck, he says. <laughs> Question two Who is Goofy's son? Max? Yes, Max a million goof, or Max for short. Goofy's nickname for him is Maxie. He always calls him old Maxie. Question three. What is the most popular souvenir at Disneyland and Disney World? Um, like Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse ears? Yes, the Mickey ears. Over three million pairs are sold per year. Yes, and they have all kinds of different ones. They're so cool. There's there's like a whole store for different Mickey and Minnie ears. Imagine how much money that would you would get. I know. Question four. Emperor Kuzco turns into what animal in the Emperor's new groove? Either a llama or an alpaca. A llama. It is a llama. She's like, a llama? That whatever that witch lady's name is. That's a, I like that movie. Yeah, same. Question five. What is Flynn Rider's real name in Tangled? Eugene Fitzherbert. <laughs> yep. I, I would change my name to Flynn Rider, too, if my name was Eugene Fitzherbert. Question six. Quasimodo was the bell ringer of which famous cathedral? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Or in America, we say Notre Dame. 
What do you say? Are you a Notre Dame or a Notre Dame kind of gal? I say Notre. I say kind of both. I say Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You just. I, however you're supposed Notre? to say. Notre. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame. I just think it's a preference. Potato, potato run. Question seven. What is the name of the prince who turns into the frog in the movie The Princess and the Frog? It's like, it's like, I know it has an N and a V in it. Isn't it like Naveen? Yes. Prince Naveen is the frog. That is correct. Round two. The category is National Parks. Thank you to Kaysen and Claire and Jackson and Emmett for the category idea. Thanks, everybody. Question one. What was the first national park in the United States? Question two. Which national park contains a feature formed by the Colorado River? Question three, which national park is sometimes called the salamander capital of the world? Question four, which national park has an average elevation of just six feet above sea level? Question five, at almost 2,000 feet deep, Crater Lake is the deepest lake in the United States. In which state is Crater Lake National Park located? Question six, which national park was one of the locations for Luke Skywalker's home planet in Star Wars? Question number seven. Wind Cave was the first cave to be named a national park. Which Midwestern state is Wind Cave located? And now the round two answers. Question one, what was the first national park in the United States? I read about this. Isn't it Yellowstone? Yes, it is. Yellowstone was the first one, and it reaches into three states. It's very big. What is Yellowstone most famously known for, would you say? Um, Yellowstones. I don't know. <laughs> you ever heard of like Old Faithful and the geysers that erupt? I would say that. It's also pretty famous for bears, too. I think you have to be careful when you camp because the bears will eat your food. Hey, awesome. Question two. Which national park contains a feature formed by the Colorado River? The Grand Canyon? You got it. Yes. Question three. Which national park is sometimes called the salamander capital of the world? <laughs> 
first question I did not know. <laughs> it is the Great Smoky Mountains. There are over 30 different species of salamanders there. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Do you like salamanders? I remember catching salamanders at my grandma and grandpa's farm in the basement window wells because salamanders like moist, muddy type places. And so we would catch them. And look. Question four. Which national park has an average elevation of just six feet above sea level? Everglades National Park is only six feet above sea level because it's right off the ocean. It is the only place where alligators and crocodiles live together. Isn't that crazy? The only place. Wow. Everywhere else they live separately. Question five. At almost 2,000 feet deep, Crater Lake is the deepest lake in the United States. In which state is Crater Lake National Park located? Okay, I'm pretty sure it's Oregon. It is Oregon. Crater Lake is in the Cascade Mountains of Southern Oregon. I bet it's beautiful. I bet it's beautiful there. 2,000 feet deep. That's crazy. Yeah. Question six. Which national park was one of the locations for Luke Skywalker's home planet in Star Wars? Tatooine? Yeah. Where was it at? Which national park was that taped in or filmed in? (laughs) In Death Valley National Park. The famous Star Wars movie series filmed scenes in the park for episode four, A New Hope, and episode six, Return of the Jedi. In Death Valley, the hottest place. Well, it is the highest recorded temperature ever. Wow. Very hot. Wow. Question seven. Wind Cave was the first cave to be named a national park. Which Midwestern state is Wind Cave located? Shouting out a random answer. Um, I feel like I've heard of this place before. You probably have. Your face, the way that I realize your face, I remember. I remember somebody talking about it, and isn't it like South Dakota? It is in my home state of South Dakota. Wind Cave National Park is in the southwestern corner of South Dakota. The cave is well known for its outstanding display of box work, an unusual cave formation composed of thin calcite fins resembling honeycombs. The park's mixed grass prairie is one of the few remaining and is home to native wildlife such as bison, elk, pronghorn, mule deer, coyotes, and prairie dogs. I was going to say, you have to say prairie dogs because that sounds exactly like yep. what a prairie So you can go into Wind Cave and cave around in there if you wanted. Pretty cool. I mean, it's really windy. <laughs> <laughs> Round number three, the category is pandas. Thank you to Clara for the idea. Thanks, Clara. Question one. Up to how many hours a day does a panda spend eating? Question two. True or false? The panda's black and white coat is good for camouflage. Question three. What color are pandas when they are born? Question four. True or false? 
Like other bears, pandas hibernate for the winter. Question five. What is the only country that giant pandas are found in the wild? Question six. What is the name of the clumsy, food-loving dragon warrior in Kung Fu Panda? Question seven. True or false? Giant pandas are an endangered species. And now the answers to round three, question one. Up to how many hours a day does a panda spend eating? I just read this on in a animal that's like sad animal facts in a book. Um, isn't it like 12 hours? Up to 12 hours. A yes. typical adult panda spends as long as 12 hours a day eating between 24 to 38 kilos or 26 to 84 pounds of bamboo. Per day. Wow. That's a lot. Question two, true or false? The panda's black and white coat is good for camouflage. Um, I'm guessing it's true, but I just thought of about it and I was like, there's nothing really in the jungle that's black and white. But I bet it resembles sunlight and darkness. So what's your answer? True. It is true. Pandas need to spend most of their time looking for bamboo to eat in their habitats, which are mainly forests and snowy mountains. Their black and white color helps them avoid unwanted attention. The white of their coat helps pandas hide in the snow, and the black helps them blend into the shadows of the forest. Wow. I thought that was kind of a hard question because I totally agree. When you think of camouflage, you think of greens and browns and things that would blend in. You don't think black and white, but guess so. Question three, what color are pandas when they are born? I heard that when pandas are born, they have no hair. I'm pretty sure it's pink. They are pink. A newborn panda cub weighs only 100 grams or 3.5 ounces. They are furless pink and blind their iconic black and white color coat grows in after about three weeks i think it said something like a baby panda is about the size of a mouse or smaller and look at how huge they grow into it's crazy question four true or false like other bears pandas hibernate for the winter false it's false Giant pandas do not hibernate because their bamboo-based diet prevents them from storing enough fat to sleep through the winter. Because all they eat is bamboo, which is a plant, and so they have to eat a ton of it per day just to, you know, survive, and then they don't store enough food to, to be able to hibernate. Poor guys. Could you sleep for the whole winter, do you think? No. Yeah. Seems like you'd waste a lot of... Waste a lot of time, huh? Yeah. Question five. What is the only country that giant pandas are found in the wild? 
I don't know where pandas live. They live in China. But due to the expanding human populations and development, the species is now restricted to around 20 isolated patches of bamboo forest in six mountain ranges of China. Do you know what that means when an animal, when an animal is only from one area? Yes. What that word is? No, well, I don't know the word, but I know what it like means. There's a specific word and the word is endemic. So China's are China. So pandas are endemic to China. Just like pandemic. it is kind of like pandemic, just like uh, lemurs are endemic to Madagascar. Question six. What is the name of the clumsy food loving dragon warrior in Kung Fu Panda? Isn't it like Poe? His something? name is Poe. Those are great movies. Yeah. He's a very funny panda. Question seven. True or false? Giant pandas are an endangered species. False, I think. It is false. But that's really exciting because for the longest time, pandas have been endangered. So, excitingly, conservation efforts have caused panda bear numbers to increase in the wild and the species is no longer considered endangered. Great news! Great news for pandas. Pandas are so, so cool and adorable. Round number four. The category is outer space. Question one. This question comes from Guillermo and Diego. Thank you. The spherical outer boundary of a what is known as the event horizon? Question two. What do we call the gas and dust that follows a comet? Question three. There have been more missions to what planet than any other? Question four. Which star is the center of our solar system? Question five. What do you call a large number of meteoroids occurring at the same time and place? Question six. How many stars make up the Big Dipper? Question seven. Which planet is closest in size to Earth? Round four answers. Question one. The spherical outer boundary of a what is known as the event horizon? I'm not going to be good at this one. <laughs> the event horizon is the outer boundary of a black hole. Oh. 
It is the point, according to NASA, that the gravitational influence of the black hole becomes so great that not even light is fast enough to escape it. So Guillermo and Diego um, requested the entire category be about black holes. And I'm not going to be good at this one. And the information got so technical and deep that I was not able to come up with seven questions about black holes. It is so scientific technical. It went right over my head and I was like, um, I can't do it. But we got one question, so that was good. I, I only know one thing about black holes. Is it sp- spaghettification? Yes. Yes. That was going to be, that was like the second question I could come up with. I was also, also going to say that they're black. <laughs> oh, what, what color are black holes? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Question two, what do we call the gas and dust that follows a comet? A dust tail, I don't know. The tail. Comets are cosmic snowballs of frozen gases, rock, and dust that orbit the sun. When frozen, they are about the size of a small town. When a comet's orbit brings it close to the sun, it heats up and spews dust and gases into a giant glowing head larger than most planets. Wow. Question three. There have been more missions to what planet than any other? Is the moon a planet? No. Is Mars a planet? Yes. Is it Mars? It is Mars. No one's landed on Mars, no, but they've put a Mars rover on there. So they've put like a robotic car on Mars, which is cool. Because I was going to say, they can't go on Jupiter. They can't really go on Uranus. They can't really go on some of those. No, they can't go on Venus, that crazy planet. We've talked about her before. Question four, which star is in the center of our solar system? Okay, this is the easiest one yet. What is it? The sun. I didn't know that. I didn't. You didn't? Well, I knew the sun was a star, but I I didn't realize it was the center. I, I've known that since like first grade. Well, maybe I need to go back to school. <laughs> Question five. What do you call a large number of meteoroids occurring at the same time and place? A, 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 um, a meteor shower. Correct. A meteor shower is caused by meteoroids entering the Earth's atmosphere at extremely high speeds at the same time. I've never seen a meteor shower. I feel like every time they say they're going to be happening, they're always in the middle of the night. And I think, oh, I should set my alarm and wake up for the meteor shower. I'm just too tired. (laughs) I just miss it. Question six. How many stars make up the Big Dipper? Seven stars. Yeah, it is seven, but you also could have said eight, and here's why. Seven stars are visible at a glance, while the eighth is a visible double star that is just detectable with the naked eye in an area with clear seeing and with good vision. So it looks like there's seven, but technically there's eight because there's a double star on one of them. Wow. Question seven, which planet is closest in size to Earth? I learned about this. Um... Isn't it like Venus? It is that crazy planet Venus. Round five. The category is soccer. This was a popular one. So thank you to Anthony, 
Ellie, Mikayo, and Sunshine for the idea. Thanks, everybody. Question one. Which is the only player that can use their hands during a soccer game? Question two. How long is an official soccer game played for without considering extra time? Question three. What happens when a player gets two yellow cards from the referee? Question four. Which country has won the most women's World Cups? Question five. As of May 2023, who is the highest paid soccer player in the world? Question six. What are soccer shoes typically called? Question seven. What is a soccer field called? Round five answers. Ren, you played soccer, so do you think you'll be any good at these? Probably. Probably. I like your confidence. Question one. Which is the only player that can use their hands during a game? The goal. Well, the goalie keeper. The goalie or the goalkeeper. I like that the goalie or goalkeeper wears a different colored jersey than the rest of the team. I think that's cool. I remember one time we were playing soccer and we had the same exact color jersey as the same exact color of our like outfit oh because the goalie wore like a light green like a like a mesh thing jersey over the top of your t-shirts and so it was the exact same color yeah so it just blended in well that defeated the purpose then didn't it yeah question two how long is an official soccer game played for without considering the extra time one hour two hours one hour. One we'll hour split the difference. Minutes. The answer is 90 minutes or an hour and a half. Oh, I, was, I said one hour and 30 minutes. So they play 45-minute halves, and then they have halftime, and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Question three. What happens when a player gets two yellow cards from the referee? They're like, they like have to sit on the bench for the rest of the game. They must leave the field. They are kicked out of the game because two yellow cards is the same as a red card, which means get out of here. You're in trouble. Yeah, that's... Have you ever gotten a red card, Ren? No. Oh, phew. They didn't even do red cards. Plus, my dad is like the the coach. Your dad is the coach, so even if you deserved a red card, they'd be like, oh, her dad's the coach, so (laughs) she doesn't get one. Question four. The World Cup, the Women's World Cup is coming up, Ren, in just a couple of weeks, so... Who has won the most women's World Cups ever? Like, do you mean like a specific woman or like a... Nope. Which team? So the World Cup is basically a tournament of all the different countries in the world that qualify to get into it. 
and then they play a soccer tournament. Us? So it's all different countries. Yes, the United States has won the most. Yes. The United States has been the most successful women's team in World Cup history, having won the tournament four times. And hopefully 2023 is number five. USA, USA, USA. USA. Question five. As of May 2023, who is the highest paid soccer player in the world? The only reason that I know this is because everyone in my grade says it all the time. Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. He's not just the highest played soccer player. He's the highest paid athlete overall. You do talk about Cristiano Ronaldo a lot for some reason. Do the boys in your class talk about him or why does he come up so often? I have no idea. But you do. Do you don't you do like a move or something that he does, too? You say like, oh, that's the Ronaldo. You say suey and then you like like, thrust your arms back. Yeah, like. I don't know anything about it, but I do know you do that a lot. Question six. What are soccer shoes typically called? Hmm. Cleats. They are called cleats. What do they call them in the United Kingdom, in the UK? Cleats. They call them boots. Yep. Get on your boots. Put on your boots. Yep. You put on your boots and bring them to a soccer game. That would not be easy to play soccer in rain boots. Question seven. What is a soccer field called? I was about to say diamond and I was like, no, that's baseball. Um, I, I know that's something like that involves softball. It's called a pitch. I was, I was going to say that. But You're on the right track. Yep. A soccer field is called a pitch. And now it's time for the final exam. Now, remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one. Quasimodo was the bell ringer of which famous cathedral? Notre Dame. Dame. Question two. Which national park is sometimes called the salamander capital of the world? The Great Smoky Mountains. Question three. The spherical outer boundary of a what is known as the event horizon? Black holes. Question four. Who has won the most women's World Cups? The United States of America. Question five. What do you call a large number of meteoroids occurring at the same time and place? A meteor shower. Question six. Up to how many hours a day does a panda spend eating? 12 hours. Question seven. Wind Cave was the first cave to be named a national park. Which Midwestern state is Wind Cave located? South Dakota. South Dakota is a really great state to go and visit. 
Is that a song? Nope. The song is Oklahoma, but I changed the words. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the end. Well. What are you going to spend the rest of the day doing there, girl? Uh, Legos. Ooh, Legos. You're going to play um, Legos with your sister? Making, waiting for the time fl- to fly by to see when my parents make a decision if I can get AirPods. Oh, man. Ren has been saving her money, and all she wants is AirPods. So we're trying to decide if she's responsible enough to spend money to get AirPods. But you lose everything. And, and you don't put anything away. I can't think off the top of my head, but this is a big this is a big purchase. So your dad and I have to think, okay? But you have been saving your money up for a long time, so that was very responsible and we're going to take that into consideration. All right. Thank you all for listening. Please tell your friends again. And here is your conversation topic. What are the top three things on your bucket list? Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.